Welcome back to Millionaire Landscaper Podcast, episode 81. Today, we're going to give you eight tips for having the uncomfortable conversation. Welcome back, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Molchan. And today we have some tips for you um, on having those uncomfortable work conversations. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) At one point or another, uh, we've we've all been on either end of that conversation at work. Unfortunately, yep. Part of business. (laughs) Yeah. And now that you are the boss, you're going to be the one that's going to have to maybe initiate some of these conversations um, because... Number one, it's it's on you. You're the owner. Yeah. Or number two, you have to train somebody in your team to do this. And so if you're not already good at it, you're going to have to get a little better at it. Yeah. So, And more people than you think just really don't like to say anything to their employees. Because um, sometimes the conversations range from like super uncomfortable to like I'm going to fire you to even things that I don't even think of as being that uncomfortable. But some people still don't say anything about it. But like like uniform violations or something. Small. Yeah. I've, I've been in those situations, especially firing somebody. I actually had to let go of one of my best friends. Yeah. That was, that was a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah. I have fired quite a few people, but they were never my friends. Yeah. But I've had, but I have worked with friends and had to have very uncomfortable conversations about their behavior at work. Yeah. So it's part of the business. Yeah. Scott and I both have, yeah, been a little bit through the ringer on this one. <laughs> so yeah, you and I don't really suffer from any conversational avoidance on anything, really. No, not really. So I guess we kind of get lucky um, mm. just because we're naturally, I'm naturally a little bit, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not passive aggressive and I'm not aggressive aggressive, but I kind of grew up in a household where calling each other on their shit, that's like, like normal. <laughs> like, that's just like a normal thing. Like we all call each other on anything that we're doing. So I kind of grew up in an environment where you don't take it personally and it's, we all just kind of do it. Yeah. And I've been in situations where, where I worked for people and they should have said stuff and they haven't. And, uh, yes. And well, and Scott as well kind of grew up, I don't know, with like a lot of rules. And so oh, yeah. <laughs> my family will just call you on your crap, but he grew up in a house where you very much follow the rules. And I think that's why we both, maybe we come from different backgrounds on why we aren't afraid to say things, but neither one of us has any qualms about no, like saying anything, no, I don't but, know. <laughs> but, but it does happen. Like Scott said, it has, and, I, and I've worked in places where as well, where, like I'm like, why aren't they saying anything? Like, what the heck? So well, it's even happened somewhat recently to me, and I yeah, it's kind of what brought some of this on, I guess. <laughs> right, and so it's something that I think it gets easier, like over time, the more you do it. Like if it's like any other skill, the more mm-hmm. you do it, and the more you practice it, it'll get easier. And for some reason, I don't know, we're both like over forty now, and so like I cannot stop myself from saying things at some point. Sometimes you, know, you should. Sometimes I should maybe put a like, a, yeah, put a sock in it, but. Um, I, I mean, God rest her soul. I'm turning into my 90 year old grandma. I'm just I'm like, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I need to yeah. Yeah, put a little lid on it. But anyway, <laughs> we're not going to go there today. No, but for those of you <laughs> that might have a little bit of trouble or might get a little uncomfortable or get kind of like that queasy feeling in your stomach when you need to say something to an employee, we do have some tips for you today that, um, on how to approach, uh, and handle any of these conversations that you have maybe been avoiding because, you know, even the thought of doing it, like I said, is kind of making you like a little barfy. So, yep. Uh, step number one is keep your emotions in check. Uh, I can, I can totally relate to this one because I grew up with a father that was very strict and he didn't always keep his emotions in check. No, so, 
<laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you go into something and you haven't checked your emotions, you'll come across as angry instead of assertive. And this is exactly what's happened to me. You know, you don't want to be that screaming bully, but you also don't want to be a doormat. So, you know, take a minute, reel in your emotions before you get to, you know, say anything or talk to anything. So. Yes. Too many people, and this is just my experience, I'm not man bashing, I've encountered in the workforce um, a lot of men that come across as very aggressive and very angry. And I didn't want to say it to them, but like, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, like they have no control over the emo- their emotions, even though they're, you know, everyone thinks, oh men, they don't have emotions. I have found it to be quite the opposite that um, they just maybe don't have quite as good of control on them. Well, but the, it, too, yeah. another problem with this is if you have a new employee and they don't, they're not aware of how you act or how they act. They may not want to be there because they don't want to deal with all that kind of stuff. You know, they don't. It's want, hard to deal with people yeah. that just fly off the handle because yeah. I've worked in places where I have dealt with people with that. Scott has dealt with that. Yeah. And people, angry people that just fly off the handle are hard to deal with. So take a minute, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> take a few deep breaths, like simmer down, especially if it's something that's not like life or death. Like if somebody yeah. like ran over a baby, that's maybe a little more. <laughs> You know, it's reason to get upset. Okay, sorry. I know that's gross. I don't <laughs> it's know. Pretty extreme there. I'm sorry. It's gross. What's <laughs> the first thing that came to mind? But um, wow. <laughs> shut up. But <laughs> if it's not something that it warrants having that crazy reaction, just check yourself. Shut up. Stop. Okay. Anyway, so number step. Tip on. number one: keep your emotions in check. Tip number one for Katie: <laughs> think out better examples beforehand before I say something dumb. Sometimes keep your mouth shut. We stop. Stop. So number two. Have your desired outcome already kind of planned out and in your head before you enter into a conversation with this person. Because Mm -hmm. if you know in advance what you are going to deem as an acceptable or unacceptable resolution, if the conversation does get emotional or somebody starts to get mad or whatever, then you can just direct the conversation back to the desired outcome, you know, outcome. Yeah, and I I like this one. This is something I do a lot. I I plan out and I... Just from knowing people sometimes, you can know how they're going to react a lot of times. If they're going to get defensive, then you can just kind of step back and you know how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. Just take it. Just refer back to yep. whatever it is, your, how they should act or refer back just to your Just circle it back to the desired outcome. Yep. Just circle it back to what you're, yep. to what you're getting at. Yep. yep. Um, and then tip number three. This one to me kind of goes with the keeping your emotions at check uh, in check. And this tip is to... If something is bothering you or causing a problem, say something mm. early. <laughs> How many people do we know that like will come pull you to the side and be like, "Can you freaking believe they do this?" And, and they mm-hmm. get they'll, they'll crab to everybody but the person that's causing the problem, or they'll just let it fester and let it fester, and it's gonna you know they keep just pushing that irritation down, and it's gonna bug you and gnaw at you. Um, and then one day you just like blow up because you could be even triggered by like something completely different. Like you're yeah. having a bad day or whatever. At some point it's going to come out. Yep. And this is something we had happen in our business. My dad would just hold on the little things and it'd just be something little, like whatever they're not, I don't know. I'm just throwing an example of not wearing the right pants or whatever it is. And you just not say anything, just let it go. And then something more serious would come along and then he just blow up on that person. And yeah. The next and you're like, getting fired. what yeah. the heck? Yeah, yeah. Like why? Whoa. Yeah. It's like, a, yeah, down. it's like a tornado came yeah. out of nowhere. You're yeah. like, what is going on? So yes, um, definitely say something, say things early and say them often. Um, so it doesn't, like I said, fester and turn into that blow up. Yep. Right. Um, and number four, I like this one. It's, if you when you finally decide you're going to talk to somebody, set the tone of how you're going to talk to them from mm-hmm. the start. 
like, don't be all like ominous and serious and terrible. Like if it's not something that is like that bad, because if you're going to call out an employee that you need to talk with them one-on-one, they're already going to like be a little nervous and maybe have their defenses up. So you don't need to be, like I said, be all ominous and like, (laughs) I need to talk to you before the end of the day. And like, like you don't have to be all like dark and serious. Like, just keep it light. It, you know, it's okay. Sorry, Scott's making a face because he does this a little bit sometimes. He's always, mm-hmm. but <laughs> if you haven't gotten a feeling for Scott, how Scott and I are yet by listening to our podcast, he is a little more ominous and serious than I am. And a so, little more serious, yeah. He, he is. And so I might just take it that way just because I'm like, la, 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 la. So anyway, <laughs> but just make sure you set the proper tone, you know, just set the proper tone for when you when you let them know that you're going to need to talk to them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Step number five, it's when it's actually time to make that conversation, um, you know, accept responsibility for it on your end and for what's going on. You know, it'll, it'll diffuse the other person's emotions and help put them at ease. So just, just take a step back and think about what could you have done to prevent that situation, you know, and, and. Right. And even if you don't think that you're like super guilty of having a a, a play in it, just there's something that you can think of that Hmm. you can. Just take a little bit of responsibility for, and like I said, put that person at ease because yep. they'll feel they won't feel like they're getting quite as attacked. Uh, and we're, we're going to go over an example of how to do this, so this may be, become clearer when we go through yep. an example. But um, yes, definitely. Um, da, 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 just take responsibility. Take responsibility. Yep. Yeah. Yes, for any part that you might have played yep. in it. Uh, and so then number six is stick to the facts. This is one of my favorites. Um, I, you know, I like facts and I like accountability. So, and this is kind of keeping your emotions um, out as well, because let that person know that like you're giving them this feedback because you want them to succeed. Uh, Mm -hmm. You're not just, you know, like, I don't like you because I don't know, whatever personal reason or anything, stick to facts. And like I said, let them know that you just, you want this person to succeed. And that's why we're going to have this conversation. And step number seven is just listen, you know, say what you have to say, but then actually step back, listen to the reply, you know, put yourself in those shoes. Don't just assume that they just did something to be malicious or mean or, you know, to be a jerk. You know, they may have a well-known reason or, you know, maybe they just didn't know that they're doing something wrong or, you know, it was unacceptable. So just kind of may have no clue. Yeah. So just step back and think about it and listen to what they have to say and then this is where I like to step back and, and think of how you could have handled the situation different or how you could have prevented the situation. Always, you always have to be looking at things different than rather just get on the person. Yeah. They, right. You Listen may to, to what they have. They say, cause yeah, maybe it's like, Oh yeah. Well maybe if I had done this, mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have gotten to that. Maybe so. I've had these systems procedures in place. So you could have prevented it. Yeah. Right. Crazy. <laughs> so, uh, and then number eight, the last one is to, before you leave the meeting, just restate the desired outcome so that everyone leaves this conversation on the same page. Yeah. That's an important one. Right. So if we play this out in an example, we'll use something a little like less ominous. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll we'll use an example of like employee dress code because this is something that bothers me. So, like, say you have a pretty good employee. You know, this might be his or her like second season with you. So you know that this person should know the rules and should you know know what's what by now. Um, but they've gotten a little sloppy with their appearance and they show up in ripped up pants to work because this is something that I personally 
do not like it drives me bananas. Yeah. Yeah. I do not like it when people show up looking like their pants got in a fight with the weed eater. <laughs> so um, we'll, we'll call this person, we'll, we'll call him Scott. Just Scott does not do this, but we'll just call him <laughs> gotcha. Scott for the sake gotcha. of the example, right? So if you follow the eight tips that we outlined, then it could play out something like this. So, okay, you haven't even talked to this person yet, but you've noticed it. Okay, you're getting your emotions in check. Um, you know, you might notice this This isn't the first time that Scott has shown up to, you know, with pants that look like, you know, like I said, they got in a fight with a weed eater. So before you do anything, mental check-in, do I, how angry do I need to be mad, you know, about this? Or am I just annoyed? I don't need to flip out. Um, so just get your feelings under control, you know, before you say anything. Yeah. Okay. So then, then when we moved on to tip number two, have the outcome in mind. Okay. So is it okay if Scott wears jeans, but not ripped jeans to work? Uh, did you really want him to have on blue jeans? Did you want him to have on black jeans? Did you want him to have, uh, you know, pants with bedazzled pockets? I don't know. Did you want yeah, him to absolutely. wear khakis? <laughs> so, but have, have an idea in mind of, okay, if this is what you're doing that I'm finding unacceptable, then what is acceptable? Yep. What, what's, what is okay? So have that in mind of what you actually want it to be. So, mm -hmm. um, and then the third tip was say something early. You know, once again, don't let this fester for weeks and weeks and weeks. If this is being, you know, a habitual problem, say something early. So, okay, boom, you're ready to set the tone <laughs> for the conversation. So all you need to do is say something like, hey, Scott, you know, before you head out the day, I need to check in with you. It should take, a, you know, like five minutes. You know, you don't need to be like, what the F, dude? You keep rolling up in here. You know, you're looking like a bum. If you want to keep this freaking job, you're going to clean up your act. You don't You don't need to go that you aggressive. You don't go that way? N no. You don't no. need to go that aggressive. No. But we all know that person that that's what they're all going right. to do. All right. So, nope. Just keep it. You know, like I said, just check your emotions. <laughs> check your speech. Words matter, folks. So. Step five, then, yep. is acknowledge your responsibility in the matter. You know, you could say, hey, since you're a returning employee... I know we didn't go for the employee handbook, you know, at this beginning of the season, but the uniform rules haven't changed. And, you know, they're the same as last year. So the torn up pants you're wearing, they're not appropriate and they're not professional like we want to portray in our business. So, you know, you need, you need to change them. You need to go get some other pants or whatever it is. Right. So you, um, by you stating, you know, I realized that we didn't go over the handbook with you again because you're, you know, a returning employee. That's just a, an example of a very simple way to take some accountability uh, in it. Um, and then number six is stick to the facts because this is something that I actually do. I keep a little calendar, like logbook in my bag. And like, say I had said something to Scott, like even just offhand, like, oh, hey, okay, were you running late? You got, did you pick those pants up <laughs> off the floor of your room? What's going on here? Like if I have already said something that I, okay, like I've acknowledged that I noticed you're out of uniform, I will write it down in my little logbook and then that way, if it is becoming this habitual problem, you can look back and be like, oh, okay, well, I've already kind of said something to you, uh, you know, like on days one, two, and five or whatever. Yep. So, um, so it's not that like it happened one time, you no, know, that's, you, that's where you have the employee handbooking refer back to it too. So that is well. part of the facts. So. Yes. And this is like a little bit of a side rant. I don't want you to say something jokingly to that employee that they could misinterpret as you not being serious mm -hmm. because this has happened we've happened to this as well. Yep. Somebody might say something that um, is coming off like tongue in cheek, like, oh, we're just playing around and just ribbing you a little bit. But really, they were serious. They, yep. you know, and so, and then th when they, then when you get mad, they get mad, you're like, you know, the employee is like, what? I didn't know. I thought you were just kind of jabbing at yep. me. Yeah, you know, that this is something that's happened to us. And, you know, it's, it's something that 
bothers me because if you know something's wrong, you need to tell that employee and tell them right away. Um, if you think they're joking, they're going to continue doing that behavior because they thought you're joking. So, right. And to me, that's a little bit that, that's passive aggressive. You can't be like, oh, I'm, you know, huh, I'm going to sound all jokey and friendly, but then actually get mad. Yep. That's, that's like not cool, dude. <laughs> uh, but this, once again, to me, it goes back to a lot of people don't have a good reign and handle on their emotions or how to handle these things appropriately. So they might divert to humor to try to take care of the situation, yeah. but they're actually serious, yeah. you know? So, and, and the, you know, the employees aren't in your head. They don't know. So you just, just be serious, be honest about it. It's yeah. They, they don't know. I mean, yeah. and you know, and, and employees don't think like owners, like mm-hmm. another owner would be like, Oh yeah, that's probably, you know, you can't do that. But an employee might be like, whatever. Okay. All right. I, I mean, they, <laughs> they were, I don't know. They just, they didn't even see anything wrong with it. So, yeah. um, and then, so that takes us to tip number seven, uh, is yep. just listen um because maybe scott was busy and just didn't wash all of his other pants maybe you know you got you've been working him 12 hour days and so he's like i, I just have been busy or you know he doesn't maybe he doesn't have any money to get new pants or all of his pants were you know fine until his puppy chewed him up whatever just put you know put yourself in scott's shoes you know for a minute um or you know he could have even just forgot that it was part of the uniform code to not wear ripped up pants because once again employees don't necessarily think you like you so Maybe he just didn't realize he couldn't wear the ripped up pants. Whatever it is, acknowledge, you know, what they're saying, because most people just want to be heard. Um, And then you could even say something like, oh, you know, you know, having a budget, you know, that's really stressful. You know, I I, I understand having a new puppy is a lot of work and they're really cute, but they're a handful. Like say something to kind of acknowledge that you understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But then you can also say that stuff and then just say, you know, according to our handbook, this Mm -hmm. is what we have. You need to. You have it by corrected by tomorrow, whatever it is. Right. Because when you're acknowledging how they feel and you're letting them know that, okay, yes, this is in our handbook. I'm really just letting you know because, you know, you're you're a good employee. Otherwise, I just want you to be successful and I want you to, you know, fall in with our company culture and this is how we do it. Yeah. It's really hard for that person to then be like belligerent and all mad at you when you are being very professional and handling it. You know, it just yeah. kind of diffuses everything. It takes that crazy, you know, madness out of it. So, yeah. And step number eight, you know, before letting Scott go, just reiterate, you know, what you expect him to wear. So you want him to wear, you know, pants without holes in or khakis or whatever it is. And when do you expect it? So like I said, just a second ago, you want him to have him by tomorrow. Otherwise, this is going to happen. You know, whatever it is in your company policy or your employee handbook, you know, you'll get written up or whatever it is, but just let them know and then let them, you know. Yeah, reiterate it all so yeah. everybody is on the same yeah. page. He is aware of what the problem was, the ripped up pants. He's aware of what the solution is, either jeans, what color jeans you want him to have on, if you want him to have on khakis, if you want him to have khakis with pockets, if you want him to not have on khakis <laughs> with cargo pant pockets, whatever whatever it is, doesn't matter. It's your business. You set the rules. But just be very clear and upfront about it. Don't just be like, you got to come in here tomorrow with some different <laughs> pants on. And then when they show up in, I don't know, like tie-dyed yoga pants, that you can't get mad if you're like, well, I mean, if you didn't, if it's not, if you, if you weren't clear about it, I'm just saying. Yep. So, um, just have clarity's to be, key. Clarity's key. There you go. There you go. So, um, so hopefully you can take these eight tips, uh, um, and work them into the next, you know, maybe uncomfortable conversation that you need to have with one of your employees. Yeah. It's just, it's something you have to do and, it, and nobody feels comfortable, especially when it goes to like something as extreme as firing somebody. Like I said, I had to fire one of my best friends. It was probably one of the hardest things I really had to do is mm-hmm. it was, it was very difficult. I didn't want to do it, but I knew I had to at that time. And, and 
you know, things are fine. You know, we, he was mad at me for a while, but you know, we're still talking to hang out to the day. So it worked out, but yeah. you just have to go through these steps and just kind of st- take a step back, look at everything first and then acknowledge it. You know, and go from there. It helps you find that fine line. Cause there's, you know, there, there's a lot, you know, because you don't want to be the angry jerk and you don't want to be a total pushover either. Yep. So this yep. helps you kind of just ride that middle line. Yeah. So, you know, just let us know what you think about this and, uh, see how you've handled some of your, uh, weird or uncomfortable situations in your Yeah, if business. you've got any other tips, feel free to let us know. You could throw them. Um, we have a fee- free Facebook group called Landscaping Business Owners. You could hop in there. Or we have our Million Dollar Landscaper page. You're always welcome yep. to post it there as well. So, yeah, if you have anything else that you've done or encountered um, that you think would add to these, we're always open for more. Yep. So thanks for joining us today and have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. Are you not sure how to take your business from where it is now to where you want it to be? We have a five-step process that can help you with that. It's called the Green Growth Method, and if you head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com, you can take the quiz to find out where you can get started to working on your business. (laughs) 